All right, we're now ready with uh, Georgia quarterback JT Daniels. We'll go ahead and uh, ask him to make an opening comment about his excitement over the season. Then we'll take your questions. So, JT, going into 2021, uh, what are you looking forward to uh, heading into the season? Um, you know, in, in general, I think we've done a great job as a team uh, in how we've approached the off season and how much of uh, importance we put on our uh, our core DNA and our team beliefs, uh, and really setting a standard for how we are and who we are. Um, and I, I think that really is going to help prepare us for a, a good 2021 season. All right. Thank you, JT. If you have a question, Abby, Christian, and Catherine have microphones. Uh, we'll get one to you. We'll start here in the center section. Uh, JT, right in front of me, about four rows back. Hey, JT. Jordan Hill with Opelika Auburn News. I want to ask about Demetrius Robertson, who's coming over to Auburn. Just what is Auburn getting and being able to add a guy like that? A uh, great person, a good friend of mine, and a great player. Um, I can't say good. Enough. I can't say enough good about D. Rob. Uh, since I've been here, him and I have been really good friends. We've been close. Uh, you know, he's he's a great person, a great player. And we, we wish. Uh, I don't think anybody at Georgia will tell you that they wish anything but the best for him. Hey, T. We're going to go back over to the right hand side, along the right wall. JT, what would you say is your biggest strength heading into the 2021 season? Uh, in terms of as a player, yes. Uh, I'd say my biggest strength is understanding my role of being the primary distributor. Um, like, that is my job. I mean, I'm okay with the ball in my hands, but, like, James Cook is really good with the ball in his hands. George Pickens is really good with the ball in his hands. We have a lot of players that, when they have the ball and in the right situation, do a lot of really good things. And uh, my strength in, in what I do is you know, being able to read the defense and determine the best place for the ball to go, that's going to help us move the chains and score points. Okay, we'll go back over here in the center section on the left aisle. JT, Palmer Toms, Dogs 247. Obviously, you went through the transfer process last year. Have you shared any advice to the guys that are going through it this year about kind of getting used to a new situation? Um, I really haven't had to. I'd like, I'll be honest, when I transferred in, like, it wasn't difficult. Um, there was no hazing process or... Like, I came in and people were like, oh, who's this guy? If you look at what's up, Devontae Wyatt or Jordan Davis. Um, like, I, I think there's just a lot of like-minded people when you transfer to a, you know, when you transfer from a high-performing school to another high-performing school. Uh, like, people just, you know, take you in and, like, let's start playing. You know, let's compete. Hey, JT, we'll go over to the right again on the near aisle. Hey, JT, Ryan Curley, Dog Post. How has your connection and the chemistry been going with Eric Gilbert so far this summer? Um, you know, it just keeps developing. Uh, and the, I've been asked more about Eric than anything else today. Uh, and um, I, I keep saying the same thing. He is, like, there are players that have great talent and like football, and then there's guys like Eric that have great talent and love football. Uh, he takes the time to spend – he spends time with coaches, like hours with coaches to learn – a brand new system, learn the signals, learn how specifically we run routes and how specifically receivers and tight ends, they read defenses. Um, he's a weekend worker. He does he does a lot of the things that, you know, really impress you regardless of his talent level, and then you add that to the level of talent that he brings. And he's a, you know, he's a special player. And your T will go over here on the left-hand side about midway back. Yeah, Edgar Thompson with the Orlando Sentinel. Yeah, JT, how difficult was it watching that Florida game and not being able to, to help? And also, coming from Southern California, do you feel like you fully appreciate the nature of that rivalry? 
Um, so watching the game, you know, I mean, it, it's tough because you lose and you lose to a rival. Um, so cause, like nobody wants to lose and nobody wants to lose to a rival. Um, I think it's about as simple and cut and dry as that in terms of that. And then uh, I, I think you, you hit a good point. Being from Southern Cal, like I had not talked to Coach Smart until I hit the portal. I wasn't recruited by Georgia in high school, so the uh, you know understanding the true like you know grow. I didn't grow up in Georgia to where I have the true Georgia Florida rivalry. You know, understood and you know ingrained. Um, I think Florida's a great team, and we look at them with a lot of respect. But that's a you know that's a game that you circle. There are games that you circle, and that's you know that's a big game. Okay, we'll go back over here to the right-hand side. Hey, JT. Adam uh, Luckett with Kentucky Sports Radio. You all opened up with Clemson. They've obviously been to the playoff um, team years in a row, won a couple titles. Just for you all as a team, that's a big game. If you all reach your goals, that's a team you might play again at the end of the year. What is that like, the process in the offseason going into that game? And I know you and DJ Uyagale, I think you're both from the same area. Did you ever go against him in high school? So DJ and I played against each other twice in high school. We, go, we went to each other's rivals. Um, I was in my last year when he was a sophomore. Um, I was actually, his first high school start, I'm almost positive, was against me. Um, so D- DJ and I are good friends. I like DJ a lot. A uh, really good player and a really good person. Um, but in terms of the Clemson game, um, yeah, it's like it, obviously it's a huge game. It's Clemson, Georgia. It's two really good teams. Um, but I think the biggest thing for us as a team, as much as we get hype for it, because, you know, it's Georgia-Clemson, um, it's it's a week one game, you know. Uh, you can win week one. You could beat Clemson by a hundred and then have a terrible rest of the season. You could lose to Clemson by a hundred, have a great rest of the season. Uh, I think it's important to keep in perspective that all it is is the week one game. As fun as it's going to be competing against a really good team, you know, let week one be week one. JT will go right down front here to our left. Hey there, JT with uh, GwinnettDailyPost.com. Uh, I want to I want to expand a little bit on your uh, your talk with Eric Gilbert earlier, just. Uh, maybe just the year two jump overall with your receiving core. You know, you've got a lot of guys who are stepping into some bigger roles. You've got newcomers, obviously. Uh, a lot of times we see that year two jump with with passing games, especially in recent history. Uh, do you see some? Do you see a lot of improvements? A lot of uh, bigger expectations for yourself, maybe here in year two? Uh, you definitely do. It's natural, and um, you know everybody that played against uh, Cincinnati in the Peach Bowl is here. Plus, uh, you know some newcomers. Um, and we've had a whole spring as opposed to last year. Um, there's just been a lot of time and, uh, you know, energy put into building that rapport. Um, so I would, you know, of course expect it to be, you know, just keep progressing week by week, uh, year by year to get better and better and better. And Yeah, I agree. Okay, we'll go over to the left section here on the <laughs> third row. Hey, JT, I'm Chase Goodbread with NFL.com. A lot of the agents who are helping players get NIL deals feel like the relationship that they're building can help them get that player for NFL representation later on. Do you see it that way, or for you, will that be like a completely separate decision? Um, I suppose like it could be. You know, if you, I guess if you build that a good connection during NIL, uh, I think for you know me and really a lot of guys that I've talked to, uh, being that it came out July one. It makes it pretty difficult to do anything, uh, you know, for it. Like I, for me, season mode kicks in June one when you come back from your May break, because that May break is the last time you is the only time you have off for the rest of the year. Like I won't leave Athens unless it's an away game until uh, really until after the season. So I'm, you know, we're we're fully in season mode. Um, 
I, I wish I could give you more about NIL, but it's just not a huge focus for really a lot of people that, I, that I've talked to. KJT will go in the middle section on the right side. Brandon? Hey, JT. Brandon Marcello, 24-7 Sports. Uh, as a transfer yourself and just the proliferation of the transfer portal, Georgia's been able to really kind of dominate the portal and getting former five-star guys. How important do you think that is to being able to compete for a championship this season uh, nationally, but also why, why Georgia for all these guys, you think? Um, it's really difficult to beat Georgia. Uh, like when Georgia called me right away, I'm like, it's a top five team. It's a great school. It's a great staff. They have great players. Like what, what bad can you say about it? Like what, what can you say is a reason that I wouldn't go there? I couldn't, I can't find any. Um, so I think that definitely helps. Uh, I think coach smart is, you know, he's the, he's the hardest worker you'll meet. So, you know, he's, uh, any chance that he can get to give us an edge to win games, he's going to do so I think those two are some reasons I would contribute to Georgia being, you know, uh, prominent in the transfer portal. And then in terms of transferring in general, it's just, you know, kind of the nature of the game uh, as it is now. Um, you know, it's uh, you either choose to play it or you choose to not. But, uh, you know, I think you get guys like Eric um, and you, you just get there's so many good players that tight like Tyke and Darren Kendrick. Like you get a lot of great players in the transfer portal that do nothing but come and compete, help and are great people. Uh, I don't see why you wouldn't take advantage of it. JT, we'll go back down front here. Front row. JT, Jake Nichols with Sports Illustrated Volunteer Country. Can you speak on your time with Bayless Jones at USC and um, just any connection you've been able to maintain with him through your time at, at Georgia? Yeah, I've been trying to see him. Uh, I heard uh, he's coming in around, around the same time I am. Uh, Bayless and I are really good friends. Um, so when I was going into my freshman year, so I'd graduated a whole year early so I didn't get to do spring so during that spring period going into USC um, I would come up to USC and spend the weekend uh, or spend almost the whole week there to watch spring practice and try and learn uh, and I stayed with Bayless so like Bayless and I have been really good friends since I was 17 um, so I just a you know really good guy uh, happy really pumped to see him succeeding um, and, you know, back in the south where he's from, having a good time. JT will go over here on the left in the second row. Dennis? JT, Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports. What sense do you have for the longing at Georgia to win a championship again? And what happened on the trip to California with the receivers? Who put that together? What did you get accomplished? Um, that sort of thing. Uh, in terms of a championship, you know, that's like every team wants to win a national championship every year. Um, but for us, that's not the uh, – the way that we go about being the best team we can is we, we have, you know, goals we want to achieve, but we're focused on the week-to-week, -week, the day-to-day -day, um, in terms of appreciating what we get to do and in terms of really building our core DNA and our, our standard. It's uh, ingrained in us, and it's something that we think is going to be a competitive edge for us. Um, and then in terms of my California trip, uh, I took a bunch of my receivers out to California. You know, a lot of them hadn't been there. Uh, that's where I'm from. Wanted to show them around. Uh, just spent 10 days out there. Had a good time. Okay, we'll go center section, about three rows back. Uh, JT, Tony Sakalas, Batman Insider. I know you're friends with, it's a two-parter. Uh, I know you're friends with Bryce Young. Just uh, what are you expecting from him this season? And then also, what does it say about the presence of South, Southern California players, you know, with you, Bryce, and Matt? Yeah, you got uh, from that area, from like a probably a 40, 50 mile area you got uh cj shroud at ohio state 
uh, Matt at Ole Miss, Bryce, DJ. I mean, there's a lot of guys from that area. Um, just a really good couple of classes, I guess. Um, but in terms of Bryce, uh, he's, he's a stud. He's a star player. Um, when I had left Modern Day and they got Bryce, like I had known Bryce since I was an eighth grader. He was a seventh grader. Um, and I knew back then, like, he's a special player. Um, so I was honestly like, when Modern Day got him, I was really excited. I told Max Preps that he'd be the best he would be the best quarterback in the country by the time he was a junior in high school, um, just because you know I'd seen him play and I think he's a really good player. Uh, I expect a lot of a lot of success for Bryce. We have time for a few more. We'll start right here in the front. Anthony Patterson with the Atlanta Voice newspaper. JT, I know I talked to you around last year at the Peach Bowl, and you talked about when you first came to UGA, you were just on campus, had to figure things out. My question is, how has your relationship with office coordinator Todd Munkin been since you've been at UGA just in comparison to last season? And how do you embrace the challenge of the experts, quote-unquote, ranking y'all the t- one of the top offenses in the SEC and country? Um, so in terms of Munkin, um, ever since they, his first call with me, like we've had a, we, we see the game the same way, uh, which is hugely important between your offensive coordinator and your quarterback. It's a relationship in the building that's, you know, arguably one of the most important. Um, and I think he's a really good guy. He genuinely cares about the kids. Um, he like the, the, it's hard to knock Munkin on anything really. Um, so you know we've we've always had a good connection. Um, and then. What was the second question? It was relating to how do you embrace the challenge of having a top offense oh, right, in right, the right. SEC? Um, the, you know the the preseason rankings are what they are. Uh, I don't think we have any. You know we don't have any say over them. Um, you know it's cool when they say you're good. It's cool when they say you suck. It really doesn't matter either way. Um, you know you go out and play football. Like we're uh, I, I don't know what the SEC or the national what they ranked our offense, honestly. Um, and we just focus on like what we can do in this coming week to be ready for next week. And then next week it's what can we do to be ready for camp. And then camp, you get through camp, and then it's what can we do to be ready for Clemson. And as soon as, as, soon as the, what's the horn blows at Clemson, it's what can we do to be focused for the next week. We're, uh, we're too focused on week to week to um, you know, really take anything else into too much consideration. Take one final one over here on the center section, left-hand side. Hey, JT, Connor Riley, Dog Nation. I'll ask you about another California quarterback. How do you, what do you remember of competing against a Matt Corral, and how do you sort of stack your game up to his? Uh, I remember the first time I met Matt, I, well, I met a lot of these guys when I was like elementary school, or elementary school middle school. Um, Matt and I did like an FBU camp together. He's from, he's a little more, uh, he's a little farther away than Bryce and DJ were uh, in terms of California location. Um, I remember in seventh grade we did a camp, and like I came there and I thought I was gonna be like by far the strongest, like biggest arm. Like I had a good arm when I was a seventh grader, and that dude Matt like rips it, you know, as like a seventh grader. Like I thought he was a high schooler. Um, I just always had a cannon, uh, and like we became buddies instantly. And we've been honestly we've been good friends since then. Uh, we still talk. Like we met in camp last year. Um, you know, we hang out. You know, when when we're around each other. Um, you know, it's just a good relationship I have, similar with Bryce, similar with DJ. Thank you for your time, JT.